0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor PG Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew speaks on Gideon, the smiter, preached January the 22nd, 2012. Judges chapter 6, 7, and 8 which speaks about Gideon, one of the judges. Gideon means the smiter, the crusher. The one who cuts down all enemies of God. Gideon was the fifth judge God sent to deliver his people Israel from their enemies. His name means smiter, he is sent to crush and destroy. The alliance of the Midianites and the Amalekites. He is a type of the seed of the woman who would come to crush the head of the serpent. Even Jesus Christ, our deliverer. He is also a type of the church. He foreshadows the church under whose feet, that is under the feet of the church. We read the God of peace will soon crush Satan. As we read in Romans 16 and verse 20. Friends, our God is mighty. Our God is almighty to save us. The church of Jesus Christ is indestructible. For Jesus is the builder of his church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against God's people. In the book of Judges we read repeatedly. In those days Israel had no king. And everyone did As he saw fit. The truth was that though there was no human king, God was their king and the people were to obey his laws. So when people desired to make Gideon their king, he refused to be their king. He said, In Judges 8 and verse 23, I will not rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. The book of Judges speaks of Israel's apostasy. Their ongoing refusal to keep the covenant of the Lord. As a result, Israel repeatedly experienced covenant curses. There was rebellion followed by divine retribution. Then the people cried to the Lord in repentance, and God brought about their restoration. Rebellion, retribution, repentance. And restoration. God is faithful to his covenant. He delivers his people when they cry unto the Lord in repentance. So we read in Psalm 18. The cords of death entangle me. The torrents of destruction overwhelm me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. And he came down to help David So first rebellion So we read in Judges 6 and verse 1 Again the Israelites did evil in the sight of the Lord Listen carefully my friends When we sin we are sinning in the sight of the Lord Hagar discovered that in Genesis 16. And she said, you are the one who sees me. God sees us always. Others may not see us sinning. But God sees us. And God saw when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden of Eden. God saw when Cain killed his brother. God saw when people worshipped the golden calf in the wilderness. God saw when David committed adultery with Bathsheba. God saw when Achan stole God's gold and silver. And hid them. We are always. In his sight. His eyes are like flaming fire. We are told. David asks. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Nowhere David. Nowhere. God knows our every thought before even we think it. Nothing we are told in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must serve. We must give account. So remember, friends, when we sin, we sin in his sight. He sees our sin and he must punish us. Though he does not, thank God, deal with us in direct proportion to our sin. He as covenant Lord shows also great mercy. Lamentations 3 we read. Yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. Because the Lord's love is great. Big, huge, infinite. Because of it we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good. Good. The Lord is good to those who hope in him. To the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Number two, when we sin there is certainly the just retribution. So we read in Judges 6 verse 1 for seven years... God gave them over to the oppressive domination of the eastern peoples. The Midianites and the Amalekites. They crossed the Jordan River and came over like locusts. Stealing and destroying everything. Israelites were hiding in caves and in mountain clefts. This is what happens when we forsake the true and living God. For serving the impotent gods of the world. The Bible says be not conformed to the pattern of this world. Gideon's father Joash was a Baal worshipper. Baal and Asherah friends cannot save anyone. They are lies. They are deceived. They say come and sin and be happy. And you go and sin and be miserable all your lives. You reap a covenant curse of death and destruction. Friends everyone must pay for their sins read Deuteronomy 28 15 through 68 it speaks about it Leviticus 26 43 says they will pay for their sins because they rejected my laws and detested my decrees Isaiah 40 verse 2 says Israel has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins Baal worship is violation of the first commandment that says you shall have no other gods before me you cannot serve God and Baal you cannot serve God and money God detests inclusivism God is for exclusivism We are to worship only the true God of the Holy Scriptures. The creator God, the redeemer God, the only sovereign God. All other gods are lies. They are impotent. Remember the words of Elijah. How long will you be double minded? my translation if Baal is God serve him if Yahweh is God serve him and we know in the ensuing contest Baal proved to be a fraud our God is a jealous God the rebellious will suffer surely certainly divine retribution and retribution friends is not pleasant therefore God commands all people everywhere to repent so number three is repentance the truth is man on his own cannot truly repent true repentance is a divine gift it is the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart of his people so we humble ourselves then cry unto God for mercy forsake all our wicked ways completely as the prodigal son did and as the publican and Zacchaeus did and seek God's face. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Forgive their sin, Heal their land. Seek God's face. Confess with your mouth. Confess and say Bell cannot save us. Money cannot save us. Worldliness cannot save us. Philosophy cannot save us. Science cannot save us. Only the living God of the scriptures, the triune God can save us. Cry out and say, Have mercy upon me, a sinner. God will hear our prayers and come down to help us speedily. He will forgive our sins and heal us and our land. So seven years of the oppression of the Midianites taught the Israelites again the lesson that idolatry is destructive. So we read Judges 6, 6 and 7 Israelites cried out to the Lord for help and God heard their cry and sent them a prophet to explain why they were under oppression and we read. This happened before in chapter 2. Judges chapter 2. 1 through 3. The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal. To book him and said. I, I brought you up. Out of Egypt. And led you into the land. That I swore to give to your forefathers. I said I will never break. My covenant with you. And you shall not make a covenant. With the people of this land. But you shall break down their altars. Yet you have disobeyed me why have you done this now therefore I tell you that I will not drive them out before you they will be thorns in your sides and their gods will be a snare to you and then we read in Judges 6 7 through 10 God sent the prophet again to explain the why of our misery. The why. When the Israelites cried to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Again, I brought you up out of Egypt. Not Baal. Not Asherah. Not anybody else. Ah! I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I snatched you from the power of Egypt. And from the hand of all your oppressors, I drove them from before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But, 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 You did not obey me. You want to know why you are in your misery? For this reason, many of you are weak, sick, and many... You want to know why you are in trouble? You read the Bible, there is explanation. We are all looking upon somebody else's problem. Why don't we look upon our own problem? Let me ask you, friends, what have Baal done for you? let me tell you, Baal comes to steal, kill and destroy the Lord comes to help us so we read the Lord brought you out of Egypt out of the land of slavery I snatched you from the power of Egypt and from the hand of all your oppressors, I drove them from before you, I gave you their land, I said to you I am the Lord your God do not worship the gods of the Amorites but you did not worship obey me you didn't believe it if we want to understand the why of our situation our troubles listen to the word of God the word will show us the way to salvation the Lord saved us by grace we confessed he alone is Lord and we are his obedient subjects but in due time we strayed, we rebelled, we served Baal, we served sin that gave us pleasure for the moment. We built altar to Baal and offered sacrifices. Why? These worshippers even killed their own children to show. Their earnest devotion to Baal, to idolatry. Abortion, friends is an assault on God's glory. By killing human beings created in his image and likeness. And nobody will get away with it. God is angry. For the sake of pleasure, we kill our own children. Not I. Not the true people of God, but the wicked people of this country. The Western world especially rejected the true and living God, the true God of the Bible. I said, God is angry. His retribution has come and is coming, sir. You will suffer for it. Read the Bible and know why God is angry. When we sin in his sight, he abandons us. Remember the words of Azariah to King Azar. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Oh, you didn't tell your parents. The government said you don't have to tell your parents. Everything is done secretly. But it is in his sight. Friends, repent, humble yourselves. Don't come and say, I didn't abort. Well, we did many other things. Repent, humble yourselves, seek God with all your heart, turn from all your wicked ways, pray to God. He will hear our prayer, forgive our sins, and, as I said, heal us and our land. Number four, restoration. Not only God sent a prophet to explain the why of their situation, their troubles. God himself came down to Gideon where he was hiding from the Midianites. God hears our cry. He also comes to meet us to save us. The prophet only explained. But God has come to save us. God has come to save us he has compassion on his suffering people so he came in Jesus Christ to us to save us from our terrible situation so we read in Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows yet we considered him stricken by God smitten by him and afflicted But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. God has come to deliver us, to save us, to defeat our enemies, to restore us, to give us peace and eternal life. From the fullness of Jesus we receive grace upon grace upon grace. He has come to speak to you, to deliver you, to give you peace. It is he who said, come to me. Baal and Asherah cannot help you. Your money cannot help you. So come to me. If you are weary and fed up with your sin, I will give you rest. He will give you rest. Sir. Listen to him. He is speaking to Gideon and he is speaking to us. Gideon has been thinking about the true God of the scriptures for some time, even though his own father became a Baal worshiper. In the story of the judges, God appeared only to one judge, just to Gideon, not to any other judge. God came to his hole in the ground. To his dunghill. To his hell. Where he was threshing some wheat. And God says. Listen to God. God says the Lord is with you mighty warrior. The covenant Lord. The Lord who defeated the Egyptians. The Amorites. The Lord almighty. The I am that I am. He is now with you. Gideon. You are a mighty warrior. Not in yourselves. But because I am with you. I make weak people strong. You are a smiter. You will crush your enemies. Because what sir? I am with you to help you. And Gideon says. It's a conversation sir. Gideon says. You see God lets you speak to him. And express all your stupidity. (laughs) Go ahead, you know. (laughs) Notice if the Lord is with us, why all these troubles? Why? That's the number one question. Why? God says, Gideon the prophet told you the why you folks failed to keep my covenant stipulations you all disobeyed the Lord and so the Lord abandoned you but now the Lord is once again with his people it is time to rejoice Emmanuel God is with us (laughs) oh that's the first question but he's not satisfied So there is a second question. Gideon says again. If God is with us. Where? Are all God's wonders. Our fathers told us about. And we read about in the Bible. Not just why. Where? We need some wonders now. God. (laughs) We are weary. And burdened by the oppression of the Midianites. I'm asking God, can God help us now in our terrible situation? He's saying, would he again do great wonders for us in our time? That's what you should ask when you read the Bible. Can he do that in our time, in my situation? Now the Lord's turn. The Lord turned to him looked at him straight to increase his faith and said go in the strength you have save Israel I am sending you that is as I sent Moses and Joshua and everybody else I, I am sending you I will strengthen you to do the job trust me I am with you. You are my apostle, my Shaliach. I am sending you. I will save my people through you. Now, the third question. Go ahead, sir, ask all the questions you want. Gideon is saying now How can I save Israel? because my clan is the weakest and I'm the least in my family and God says Gideon the Lord is not seeking the mighty and the best he's in fact seeking the weakest and the least who will trust in me and obey me so we read in 1 Corinthians brothers Think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise in human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of the world and despised things and the things that are nothing. To nullify things that are. So that no one may boast before him. Did you say how? And let me tell you how. And in the Hebrew text. Because. I will be with you. Because I will be with you. And you will strike down. That is. You will smite. All the Midianites. So David said in Psalm, Psalm 18, I love you, O Lord, what's the my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God is my rock, in whom I take refuge is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, nine times. In two verses. My, 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 my. And David said elsewhere the Lord is my shepherd And I shall lack nothing Is he your rock, your fortress, your strength Your deliverer, your salvation Your shepherd, your savior, your lord That's the question sir. Relationship with him God gave him a sign and Gideon realized The one speaking to him was God himself and he said I saw God. I'm going to die. In chapter 6 verse 23. God says in Hebrew language. Shalom lecha. Al-tira. Lo Tammuth. Shalom lecha. Peace to you. al Don't be afraid. Lo Tammud, You will not die meaning you will surely live who said that God God. and the Lord would give three more signs to increase his faith to fight the good fight and save Israel the Lord is speaking to each one of us who like Gideon is asking why where how Why this is happening to me? Where is God of the miracles? How can I fight the battle? How can I live a victorious Christian life? How can I deal with all the problems that I face? But he has spoken to Gideon. He is speaking to us. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Let's believe that. God says to you, go in the strength you have and save Israel. God says to you, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. He says to us be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. He says when you are weak then you are strong in the Lord. He says to you put on the full armor of God and stand against all spiritual forces of evil. He tells us overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. He tells us, resist the defeated devil and he will flee from you. He says, I'll be with you and you will fight and you will win. He says, peace to you. The peace of God that passes all human understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Peace to you. Do not be afraid. You will not die. Jesus Christ did not come into the world that you may die. He came into the world that he may raise you from the dead. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Listen to him. Friends, those who suffer, those who are depressed and miserable, those who are under all the problems God says I will protect you I'll be a wall of fire around you I'll be your shield I'll be with you I'll be upon you I'll be in you and I'll be with you always even unto the end of the ages and we read and what more shall I say I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised. ...who shut the mouths of lions... ...quenched the fury of the flames... ...and escaped the edge of the sword... ...and now, friends... ...whose weakness was turned to strength... ...and who became powerful in battle... ...and routed foreign armies... ...and St. Paul tells us now to him... ...who is able to do... ...immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine... According to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. In Jesus Christ, St. Paul says, he, he doesn't have the language, but he coins it. In Jesus Christ. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In this strength, go. Heavenly Father, we pray. Help us to be like Abraham, father of all believers. He looked at his body and it is as good as dead, but he looked at God and he believed and help us to look at ourselves and our problems and then help us to look to God to believe God and to go in the power of God's strength and be victorious today and every day in the name of Jesus Amen and Amen